Welcome to the show. I'm James. I'm David. I'm Riley. I'm Brendan. Brendan. Hi. <laughs> and today we're discussing Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. We'll laugh. We'll argue. We might get a little too into it. But at the end of the day, they're just movies. Ah, uh, is that? It might be. Is that? The new title. The, the new podcast title, guys. The new name? They're just movies. They're just movies. Why do we do this? Even though you love Carpal Critics so much? Because it's more descriptive. We more think it, it conveys our chill vibe. We are not in a car. We're not in a car. <laughs> and we you don't know what? carpool you guys don't anymore. anymore. No, we, we drive independently because we're bad people. Uh, and also, if you never heard of this podcast before and you're scrolling through, now it has movie in the title. So exactly. It'll be more discoverable. And that's good for you, even though you already know what this podcast is, <laughs> because it means more people will listen to it, which means we'll make more money, oh. which means we can do more podcasts. So that was your plan all along. The money. It's and it secret. also just reminds people that, hey, you know what? They're just movies. Hey, speaking of movies, uh, bad segue. Brandon's here. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going? I'm happy to be here. Thanks for coming. It's bright and early. It's exciting. So yeah. It's very We're excited to have you. We do early. appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, why don't we start with David? What are you giving this movie out of ten? <laughs> what is a second act slump, Lavar Burton? You guys get it? What? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, you'll get it one day. Is this is a Jeopardy question. Yes. <laughs> this movie. Oh, is. what? Oh, what is? <laughs> Now I get it. Oh. It's early. There was no time to write a slogan. This movie's all right. The action's friggin' sick. The story's okay. The acting's are, is good. Uh, at the end of this movie, I feel like if I compare this to the first phase of Marvel movies, uh, I feel like Simu Liu, that character, Shang-Chi, Shang yeah. lands somewhere in between Thor and Captain America for me. So this is a pretty good movie. 6.9, yeah. 7 out of 10. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, I can see that. Yeah. He's not like an Iron Man. Yeah, he's not quite that likable. He's not magnetic. And he, I think he has to sit in that role a little bit longer. Like, he didn't feel like... There was moments where I'm like, oh, yeah, he's got it. And then there's moments I'm like, he's all right. Yeah. Riley, go. Movie. Oh, you just want to hear my slogan. Yeah, we want to talk <laughs> at length later. <laughs> I don't need to know how to properly pronounce any of the names to have a great time watching this pretty awesome Disney-fied kung fu movie. That's the whole thing. And the reason I say that is because I saw it with a couple of my uh, Chinese friends. Or, well, one's Taiwanese and the other one's Chinese. And... They they kept talking about they kept saying the names and I was like, I I just I'm I'm not gonna say it right. I'm just gonna say Shang Chi even though that's not how you say it. I was gonna Chung ask Chi. like what are we supposed to call it? You know how it's like you wouldn't be like hey uh, I'm going to France next next week. I'm going to be visiting Paris. <laughs> yeah. Like you would sound like a douche exactly if you did that. Right. But then there's people who are like hey you want to go eat pho? It's pho. It's like so when is it appropriate? I think na <laughs> names of people. I think it's appropriate to try. James, you remember when yeah. we said we would talk at length later? Brandon, what are you giving this movie out of 10? <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. I'd say it was probably the most down-to-earth uh, Marvel opening movie. Like, mm. Marvel origin story movie for me, anyway. Right on. Didn't yeah. occur in space, that's for sure. Yeah. I, I just realized I didn't give it a rating. My, my rating was 7.5. Okay. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. Shang-Chi is a pretty boring character, but he's got funny friends, and he's pretty good with the bow staff. 7 out of 10. Nice! I think I, I don't remember what I gave Black Widow. It was somewhere in the 7-ish range, but I think I actually enjoyed this on on balance. It's better. It's a better movie oh, than Black Widow. Oh, this is way Widow. better than Black Widow. I, I didn't there, watch Black Widow. There's but. parts of Black Widow that I like more than yeah. parts of this movie, but on balance, this yeah. movie won me over. And I went in with a chip on my shoulder. <laughs> I was like... Oh, really? I went in going like, I'm going to hate this movie. Why? Because I thought... It's going to be Mulan, and I hated Mulan. No. I just thought it was going to be like a... Disney, Disney <laughs> I mean, learned maybe a little bit from Mulan, or just 
the it's like a, the way the society is. I now. feel like there I was, think it, well, I don't know. That was like six months ago. Yeah, I feel like it's just a different division different, of different the company. Team. Yeah, I think that there was more on the line for Disney because Mulan was like, is this you know core uh, legend in China? You know, it's very much like a part of that historical culture and whatnot. So. I don't know. I think they were kind of like, we can't, we have to do what China says. I, I but also, they didn't. They screwed it up. I also think Destin Creighton was a good choice for a director for this movie. Mm. Just because mm. if you look at his other movies, Just Mercy and Short Term 12, like they're indie, but like heart, like they have a lot of heart. And I oh, think yeah. that this movie had a lot of heart overall. It like, did. It felt, that's why it felt so grounded, I think, because he is actually, like his filmmaking is fairly grounded. Yeah, mm-hmm. It was... didn't feel like a Disney movie for the first three quarters of it for me. Like, oh, really? it, or it didn't feel like a Marvel movie. Because sure. it it felt more like a higher style like kung fu movie that mm-hmm. like had a bigger budget than most kung fu movies typically would. Yeah, and it then added all the Marvel stuff in the last act and the last like the end <laughs> yeah. credits. The last act is it, very Marvel. Ultimately, yeah. I was watching. I'm like, this doesn't feel like a Marvel. Movie. Yeah, I, I like that it's such a standalone movie. Like, you really don't even need to have watched any other Marvel movies to get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do find when after I because I was texting someone like, oh, it's really good. Like, it doesn't feel Marvel at all. I'm like, oh, it kind of does though. They definitely do a lot of like something serious and then it'll cut to an un- something undercutting it and then cut- cutting back yeah and they do that a little bit too much and it kind of got under my skin a it, little bit it by the felt end there were a few times where it was kind of like oh they're they they like wrote the script and then they went for another <laughs> yeah. pass and like, yeah, like added Marvel, in some jokes yeah, yeah you know whose opinion i'm really interested in hearing our sponsor private oh! internet access <laughs> vpn pia helps you hide your true ip address so that you can bypass your restrictions and censorship you can connect up to 10 devices at once and it includes an internet kill switch Shing is all, you know. If your VPN gets disconnected involuntarily, PIA is available for Windows, Mac, Android, iOS, and even as a Chang Chi Chrome extension. So check it out at lmg.gg/slash carpool critics. That, that makes sense. The kill switch sound is going to be the same for any movie that has swords. This in it. should have been the ringing out of those rings. There was the the oh, they have a sound effect. We're, we're also brought to you by GroveMade. GroveMade creates next-level modern desk accessories for your home, office, and everyday carry. They balance between minimalist design and function. Their products are made in the USA, so build your dream workspace today so you can get your best work done, baby. They offer things like laptop and headphone stands, planters, pans and knives, all sorts of good stuff. And so thank you, GroveMade. We like you a lot. Uh, New customers can use the code CRITIC for 10% off through the link below or at GroveMade.com. Today, the singular critic is branded. Oh, the singular, singular credit. Oh yeah, oh, that's <laughs> a callback. That's a callback. I get it. <laughs> Are we hey, you want to yeah. remember what? Ha- what? No, go. Remember what happens in this movie? What happened? Okay, one thousand years ago, a man named Shu Wen Wu found the Ten Rings, ancient artifacts that give their wielder great powers and long life, which he used to build wealth, influence, and a global terrorist organization, also called the Ten Rings. Centuries later, Wen Wu meets Li, an inhabitant of the mystical land of Talo, who can match his power. They fall in love and have two children, Shang-Chi and Xiaoling, inspiring Wenwu to abandon his evil ways. But when Li is killed by a gang Wenwu had crossed, he goes back to the dark side and rebuilds his army, training Shang-Chi into a deadly killer. At 14, Shang-Chi is sent to assassinate his mother's killer, but after fulfilling his mission, the traumatized boy escapes to America. Many years later, Shang-Chi and his friend Katie are attacked by the Ten Rings, who steal a pendant given to him by his mother. Shang-Chi and Katie go to Macau to warn Xiaoling, who also escaped Wenwu after Shang-Chi broke his promise to return to her, but Wenwu himself arrives and captures them all. Taking them back to his compound, Wenwu reveals he believes Li still lives, imprisoned in Talo, <laughs> and with his children's pendants, he now knows the way there. 
The good guys escape the compound with the help of Trevor Slattery, an actor who impersonated Wenwu, that's important, and go to Talo to warn its people of Wenwu's impending attack. There, Lee's sister Nan reveals that Talo and its great protector dragon protects Earth from the Dweller in Darkness, who is imprisoned behind a gate. Soon, Wenwu and his army arrive and battle ensues. Wenwu casts Shang-Chi into the lake and starts breaking the gate's seal, but Shang-Chi is revived by the Great Protector, allowing him to defeat Wenwu in battle just before the Dweller in Darkness escapes his prison, killing Wenwu, but not before he gifts the Ten Rings to Shang-Chi. Together, Shang-Chi, Xiaoling, Katie, and the Great Protector defeat the Dweller in Darkness. Back in San Francisco, Wong shows up to recruit Shang-Chi and Katie to the Avengers, which is the real important part. You know what I'm... <laughs> what is a marker of their success in this movie is that I'm sitting in the theater and again I came into this as a hater but by the end I'm sitting there like I can't wait to see all of this stuff integrated into the MCU yeah. oh my god I yeah, can't yeah. wait to see the great protector get punched in the face by the Hulk yeah you for know? sure like that's gonna be wicked you imagine a, like a, a late phase mashup movie like yeah. Endgame but then that dragon is floating around yeah. back there too. It's gonna be so crazy. Well, I remember really going cool. into this thinking like, "Oh, the ten rings. That's so lame. Like, whatever. It's like you can punch hard. Cool. What? But they watching look so this cool. Well, I'm saying when I watched the movie, oh. it was friggin' awesome. They yeah. totally convinced me. The, even just like the first scene when uh, his dad like slams the ground off the horse and lands in the middle of the people oh, and yeah. starts fighting. I was like, okay, this yeah. is this is the, fucking. I had, this, I had the same reaction the first time the rings were used, like flying off him and, yeah. and everything. I was like. They look cool. They, look, yeah, they, they did a good job of that. Awesome. Thing. And it's like it opens up so many like possibilities for combat. Like yeah, he, yeah. you can shoot them at people, he can, can turn it into a big whip and like yeah. chain people around. Yeah, yeah, the fact that he's, yeah, yeah, the fact that he's not part of the Avengers video game is a mistake. They need to get him in there now. Wait, which one? Shang Chi in the Avengers. Which video game? game? The video game. The, the Square Aven Enix? The Avengers. <laughs> the Square Enix yes. game? I thought everyone hates that game. Everyone hates it, but they should be in it. Yeah, then everyone would like it. <laughs> they would they just like put it more. Black Panther oh, in. like it would be fun as a video game. Yeah, oh, because he's a perfect video yeah, he's game a perfect character. Even like yeah. some of the, the set pieces in this where it's like, you have to hold back the enemy uh, and like keep the little guys from powering them up. Like you have to prevent them from capturing the souls and giving them power. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. like, this is literally a video game mission. Game you yeah. have to alley-oop by jumping off of Morrison. Yeah. <laughs> Morrison. The <Let's>, chicken pig. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the action because I think that is the greatest strength of this movie. This mm. is, I think, the sickest action of any MCU movie by For sure. far. Yeah. I feel really? like, like you were saying, Brandon, in the beginning with the uh, kung fu influence yeah. in the beginning of the movie, I, I really felt that. Like they... they they use a lot of the kind of these evocative uh, camera work, and uh, there is some. There's a little bit of like wire work. I feel like, but but not a ton. Well, it, <laughs> did anyone notice that the scaffolding in the tower fight scene was made of bamboo? Yeah, yeah. and I was gonna Google that. I'm like, is that real? <laughs> I don't think that's a thing, that but I found it hilarious that it was like integrated into the scene because it made it work better. No, um, did they never use bamboo? I, I scaffolding? don't think. No, I'm on this now. That guys. is not. No, that is okay, not I don't safe. know. It's Macau. Um, <laughs> Uh, there's lots of Google, there. lots of Google some... images of this. Oh, really? Yeah. How long does Babu scaffolding last? A couple uh, days. I that building up quick. Yeah. I've never seen Babu scaffolding. But I mean, I've been to Macau, I, too. I feel like I've seen lots of bamboo scaffolding, but not on, like, skyscrapers. Yeah. Yeah, no, not that high up. <laughs> now you have. I don't there buy it that it would be that oh high up. Oh, my God. That's scary. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Okay, but I mentioned wait, that I moment because... I guess they do use it occasionally. When Simu Liu fell onto it, like, you... That in the close up on looking at him, it, like it reminded me of like a Jackie Chan fall. Mm. Like, yeah, where he, yeah. he just, it's like, oh, okay, I have to get back up. Like, he yeah. it, it had that it, like influence, it felt like. Yeah, I think it did too, because yeah. they don't cut on the impact yeah. all the time. They did yeah. sometimes, but yeah. in previous Marvel movies, it was like, 
you see the character throw the punch, and as soon as it's supposed to impact, you cut the reverse shot where the person gets hit. But they didn't do that as much. In this. Even in that very first scene where the dad's fighting off the army, it was like they made it feel as one shot as they could. Like the right. camera just kept going around him, and then the wipes were like the enemies, and then it would cut to like another VFX. Like, it was a lot of VFX too. Like yeah. it was very well yeah. done. There's like something that kung fu choreographers do where they like tell the there's something there's something about the fighting style that that's like shaky it makes it seem like really intense like instead of i feel like in in a lot of action movies like in previous marvel movies and stuff uh there's hand-to-hand combat everything's kind of smooth like Mm. they punch it block and they then they do a leg sweep and they're like whoa uh, and we're down but everything's like really like grapply with with this type of fighting like, it just seems so intense. It really feels like if I tried to get in there, I'd just die immediately. Right. But you know? To me, it felt like the first Marvel movie where the action scenes weren't dictated by a committee. It was like, there's a stunt choreographer and these fighters that are just really good fighters. And, like, they just let them fight. Yeah, they, like, hire yeah. a good fight team yeah. and let them work. Yeah. yeah. The first, probably the first scene that made me think, oh, people are going to talk about this movie for, in future years, they'll still be talking about this scene, was the fight between him and his future wife when he when they go, he goes oh, to the yeah, forest yeah that was cool that was beautiful yeah that's kind of what i'm thinking about when i'm when that scene about made these, me like, laugh because oh, really? oh. the entire time like she's th- this is a dance it's they're, not a fight well, that's the yeah. point it's like i, I understand yeah. that it, it was just it was, it was comical because they're like they're gonna put these two characters together because of course he falls in love with the only person who can beat him in a fight <laughs> yeah but the way yeah. she beats him is by being opposite to him and then kind of sets up that whole theme of duality that's yeah. throughout the movie where oh, yeah. shang chi as a character needs to embrace both sides of his yeah. heritage yeah. for I, sure i really like that fight too and it's kind of like like the first hint into like how Talo is so mystical. I mean, like we'd seen the the forest move and stuff, but I really like that that feeling of like, oh, it's like a, it's like a Chinese fantasy movie more than yeah. even like the intro was. Uh, I will say, I I hate in movies when like the fight makes people fall in love. Like I found that really mm-hmm. cheesy. Yeah, it's like, like the slow mo they're looking at each other, and he's yeah. like, oh, smiling. Like, that was pretty it's cheesy, just cheesy. But I think I like accepted it because I was like, oh, this may be a reference to kind of like older cheesy kung fu movies or something. Sure. And also, I was like. I don't know. It was it was a moment. I feel like I feel like I was totally tracking with this character of of uh, Wen Wu, uh, because he's set up as this villain. But then we're kind of getting. I I, I like him as a vi- villain because he's complicated. You he's know, he's not just like he doesn't want to just yeah. destroy yeah. things. I think he gets this artifact and he gets power and power corrupts him. But then he encounters something that breaks that corruption to a certain extent. And we kind of go with him on this journey, even mm-hmm. if it is just the prologue. I I, I love that scene. I, lo- yeah. I love him meeting. Uh, I Lee. I think yeah. that character is the best character in this movie. Like he's so well fleshed out. Like mm. I think even more than Shang Chi. I was like, this is like it's not. It's definitely Shang Chi's movie. Yeah. But I feel like I got to know when we way more. Yeah. I kind of was hoping that they were going to travel together when he could, had his kids in the compound. And he's like, this is where we need to go in three days' time. Yeah. I thought they were going to go together, and it was going to be. Like a weird dynamic. Like a family, Basically Black Widow again. Family vacation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vacation. But then they didn't and they kind of ended up like, okay, we're just going to meet again in a big battle, which kind of was a letdown, but it was totally saved by the actor, the Ben Kingsley character. That oh guy was God. so funny. <laughs> the comedy in this movie it was really landed funny. every time for me. I laughed at every joke. People yeah. were... I blurted out laughing. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, friend yeah. I was with was clapping. I laughed, those guys. I laughed out Oh, loud there's a 90% that. chance of success. Oh, 19? <laughs> 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 he was amazing. Yeah. Well, oh, it's man. crazy to me that they looped around a character that everyone hated. Like it, <sighs> Iron Man 3 isn't a hated movie. It's kind of like mixed. But that character, that depiction of the Mandarin, who wasn't the real Mandarin, yeah. everyone hated it. 
So the fact that they were brought him back and then like made it all work, I was like, this is kind of brilliant. Kind of the most successful retcon ever. Yeah. It's yeah. Such a it was such a weird thing to like I had to like wrap my head around yeah. this because it's like, okay, Marvel was like, okay, we want to bring the Mandarin in here, but it's kind of weird because the original Mandarin character is kind of cringe because he's like based on like a lot of stereotypes and weirdness. So we're gonna make him not actually a Asian character. We're gonna make him Ben Kingsley. <laughs> Like playing, and he wasn't even the real bad guy in that movie. wasn't even the Mandarin. It was like Guy Pierce's character oh, yeah. in Iron Man three, uh, with the glowy skin. Yeah, with the glowy skin, the glowy skin, like brief fire. Yeah, something. Yeah. like he was very strange. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I really, yeah, I think he was really funny. I found he had one undercut too many. Like in the final fight, when you think he's dead, and the and Mormont or whatever, what's the character's name? The little Morris, 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 Morris. Morris is like sad. And he's like, oh, it's just a performance. Join me. Join me. <laughs> I was like, I, I think this is funny, but it was the wrong moment because I feel like the drama and the tension had reached a, a peak moment. and then it felt like such an undercut okay. and then it was hard to get back into I it think in I, the next I scene. I completely agree with you because the humor in this movie, I think, is what brought it down in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. Like it, it was, it felt forced and a lot Sometimes. of the jokes, not all the humor landed for me because I, I found that the, a lot of the jokes, they were kind of just lame. Mm. Like it, it also made the characters look kind of lame. Yeah. Um, like Aquafina's character with a lot of her moments it, she didn't actually feel like she felt like kind of awkward i don't know i didn't like yeah. her, she, like her character lacks confidence and who, then she like saves them at the end but the entire time throughout she's just that that seems like what she's there for is that comedic re- relief but in a not engaging way like i found it to be it didn't land because it, it made her look kind of silly i really liked her actually i, I loved found, her too yeah i found like i was worried going into it i'm like oh it's just gonna be aquafina being aquafina but i felt like they did a good job giving her depth and like a little bit of an arc even though i don't like the final moment of that arc but like um you mean her like slaying the dragon with the arrow? yeah that was really stupid i thought that was a little out there it was a little bummer like, you just like shot arrows for the first well, and time the way that the cg today. is they make the, per- the arrow look huge in the perspective so like from the the way that that shot looks it looks like it would create a huge hole in his neck but really it's like a tiny little arrow and this is a huge dragon like it was just a stupid shot. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a little moving a bit fast there for her to learn how to shoot arrows accurately yeah. in like a day. And like one dragon thing, like we had seen a giant dragon, like a live dragon, tackle this other giant dragon with. So it's like dragon scales versus dragon scales. So like one <laughs> tiny dragon scale arrow is enough to do it. Like that's dumb. I was confused because like the dragon scales cause the damage, but the dragon only really has the the sharp dragon scales at its in its tail. So it's like biting all of the things and whatever, but like that doesn't do much. It has to whip it. With no, it. But the biting does lots. Well, this isn't a dragon anatomy show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, they're wait, floating dragons. The dragon like, was yeah, really yeah. cool though. Was but really wait, like, cool. It looked awesome. I want to. I want to say about your Aquafina yeah. thing. I kind of felt the same way. There were some instances of her comedy where I was kind of like, ah, oh, they really like tried to shoehorn this in. Mm. But for the most part, I think that she does do do that Aquafina thing of like, wait a second. Uh, I think the the moment where it stuck out to me was when they put uh, when we puts the pendants in the uh, mural and then they it makes that kind of that was super cool that was effects, really cool uh, yeah. with the water map like showing how and she's like your dad just like showed us this like magic dragon water map and blah, 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 <laughs> and she just like kind of says the quiet part out loud and and it, like I feel like that's where a character like that is useful yeah. where we're so in this magical crazy world and they're just like. There's a magical dragon water map. Even just for <laughs> grounding the stakes too, like when they're escaping from the fight club, uh, if it was just Shang-Chi climbing down the scaffolding, there'd be like no real tension. Like he's a superhero, he'll be fine. But the second that she's there, you're like, this is a lot harder. This yeah. is a lot bigger stakes where like she could fall and she could die. Yeah. And the sec- th- that moment where she was falling, I'm like, are they going to, like there was 
0.3 of a second where I was like, they're going to fucking kill her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that really worked for me having her there. And I don't know. like I, I was fe- scared for her. Yeah. I was really scared yeah, for her. Yeah, you actually believed it. Because uh, you didn't expect her sister to just save her. Right. Yeah, I had a nitpick, though, because when she's dangling from that bamboo, she's still yeah. like, John! Yeah, John! I agree. I, I wanted agree. her to go into that next no. register of actual yeah. fear. Like, yeah. No, but I think that's just Aquafina's voice. She can't go that high. <laughs> she she's could got, if she was really afraid. She's got afraid. the little husky yeah. thing going on. Yeah. If she was actually afraid. Shut up, yeah. my God! But you, but you have to admit that moment when she's like actually falling in slow-mo, that yeah. was like, there was, there's like a bit of like... <gasps> I, I think Maybe she literally speak. just yeah. can't go up in that higher register. <laughs> yeah. I bet she could if she saw a spider. Maybe. I felt her moments too, her dramatic moments, like when she's having like her talk with with uh, Sean at like in Talo, and it's like nighttime. I can't remember what they're talking about. But that's I, when he tells her that he lied. Yeah, he's gonna kill his father. I, yeah, she's was, got the acting chop. I felt her performance more than his. Mm-hmm. That was a moment where I'm like, he's he's got to grow into this this role a little bit bit. Yeah. But her, I was like, yeah, I'm totally feeling this. I almost like don't even want to say it, but. But he, he's his, lame. His performance was kind of yeah. I didn't really he, like. I thought he was good. You know, he, he's he's fine. Yeah. But like, it wasn't. He's not a bad actor by any stretch. But I think that he's just kind of boring. I think. Yeah, I think it's part of the script though. I, I don't think, think it's just yeah. him. And I think he's he's better. Like I said, I think he's better than than Chris Hemsworth was in the first movie, and less good than Chris Evans was in his first. That's movie. That's a great. Yeah. So he's somewhere in between, and like we now love. Chris Hemsworth as Thor. So, like, I think we will grow to love him. It's just his first movie. Brandon? I also think that they, like, from the first scene, they set him up to be kind of dorky. Mm. Like, almost to a fault. Like, like the guy comes out of the BMW and then he throws the keys and he's the valet pickup, like, the driver guy. Right, right. Or the, yeah, the valet parking guy. And the entire movie, they they didn't really give him that many moments where he could really shine. Like, yeah, he can fight, which is great. But then he was literally traumatized and trained to fight as a child. Mm -hmm. So, he... I feel like, like I would have liked to see a bit more of that trauma. Yeah, they didn't really because yeah. the fact that he had a friend like Katie was like as functional as he seemed to be in his life. Yeah, that doesn't really happen when you have trauma like you exactly. do. Exactly. Yeah. Um, if so, you want trauma, we needed the scene where he kills the, the leader of the Iron Gang. Yeah, yeah. we Which didn't. They get didn't to see show that. us. I think that's just because no. it's. I bet they shot it, but I, I wonder if it's a Disney thing. It's like I wanted this movie to have more blood. Yeah, and I wanted to see him like kill that guy and then be messed up after. Yeah. This is so um, funny because I, I feel like I wrote down, so that, that conversation that he has with Aquafina where he's like, a, a blood debt has to be played, paid in blood and he's like, I'm going to kill my father. And he's like, when he says I'm going to kill him, I'm like, whoa, that's kind of, I feel like that's kind of dark for a, a Marvel movie for a character to just be like, I'm going to kill him straight up. Yeah. Um, like, especially his dad. Especially and, yeah, if he had said destroy my father or something. Yeah, yeah. Or I'm going to end him. I don't know. Yeah. But, but, um, then, like a couple scenes later, the army shows up. I think it's actually just the next scene. The army shows up, and <laughs> they're all fighting with like basically non-lethal weapons. Yeah, I was like, okay, all right, we're back to Disney here. Yeah, yeah but back to a- the character. I feel like the writing didn't give him a lot because, yeah. like for example, in that scene, uh, I'm gonna call him the the Mandarin. I, I can't do names. The Mandarin shows up. Wenwu. Wenwu. When Wenwu shows up, they uh, he he talks to Shang Chi. He's like. I don't know what he says, but he's like, I'm here, let me through kind of thing. And instead of Shang-Chi answering, saying, we're not going to let you do that, his auntie answers. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, that was weird. The yeah. character has very few opportunities to like speak for yeah. himself. Yeah. And other than that one scene where I agree he's he's goofy and stuff and we like him as a valet, there's there's no real point in act one where you're like, I fucking love this character. Yeah. Which I did feel that for Aquafina's character. Yep. And I love them together, yep. but I, I just don't love him the way that I love Thor, Iron Man, or like Tony Stark. Like they, they're cool. Uh, or, or they're not cool. Like Spider-Man. 
Peter Parker, he's he, he's a neurotic he, dork too. Shang Chi's like not neurotic enough, not yeah. funny enough, not cool enough. He's 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 not he's not hard enough in any direction. He's kind of just blah. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah, give him I enough feel like chance. I, I feel like they really could have had one thing that was kind of confusing to me was. Um, or not confusing to me, but something that felt missing was more of a dynamic between him and his sister. Yeah, like I think that there's so many, so there's so many interesting things you could do there, especially given the fact that he said he was going to come back and then he didn't, and they allude to that multiple times. But I would have loved to see some sort of like confrontation with them or whatever, where she like blows up at him or something, or or mm. he th- like breaks down. The fight, fight was probably the closest that that was ever going to get to, because yeah. there was so much more of the movie that they had to cover, but right. I agree that there should have, like, and they, they're kind of maybe building up to that, because it feels like she might actually become a villain character yeah. with yeah. the whole Ten Rings yeah. thing I was kind of confused about that, I'm like, okay, is she are they, are they doing, are they saying that she's a villain here, or that she's it just going to like kind of be like a side player? She just seems like Mercurial, like she's She's doing her own thing, and if you cross her path, then you'll be here anyway. I, I could see girl her boss. showing up in like the Hawkeye show, being like the villain in that or something. Mm. I don't love her though. I like the narrative elements I don't around think she'll her. She'll be a villain, quote unquote. Why? I think she'll be like maybe an anti-hero type of thing where she's like in the middle. I think though, but, like she'll yeah. be like it'll be it'll she's be, a, be a, she's a, not turn. a bad person. No, no, no. But I think it'll be a turn. Still a traumatized this person though. She's a traumatized person, but even like the fight ring that she was running, it's like people weren't dying. They were just kind of like, "Hey, good, well, good, it's good it, match, it, man. It, it, See it was, you later." Yeah. <laughs> but they, she seeks power. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, and that's all that Wen Wu did. Yeah, but Wen Wu uh, clearly had no problem like murdering people, and she obviously is not. Well, we haven't seen that much of her yet. That's in that true. Regard. I guess she could also, have had a deadly fight ring, though. So. Did anyone else notice? That it was kind of funny to me that like when Aquafina was explaining, "Oh my God, the the water map just happened." Like they had also already seen Wong make portals yeah. and was fighting. Was that yeah. abomination? Yeah, it was. I was yeah. like, "What the hell? What? How does this happen?" And apparently, Tim Roth. <laughs> did something for this? Oh, really? That, that was, was him? Like, like in full that CGI monster? And I, did he have any voice lines? I don't know. But Tim Roth was a couple in grunts. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Bring That's him in so for funny. this. He's like, nice. No. A, you, little, a check finally. Wait, let's stay on Shyling. Yeah, yeah. yeah, what did you think of that moment of when Sean is holding on to her on the dragon and he's like, "I'm never gonna let you go." Oh, I loved it. I liked it, but it didn't feel like they had earned it. I don't know. Like it felt like I was like, "Yeah, just let her go." Okay, <laughs> like, so I don't know. I didn't. So I didn't I'll connect you, with that moment. Maybe what Riley's saying, like he, they needed to have what, one more blow up. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that would have made that even more powerful. But as it was, I, I, I maybe retract what I said a little bit, like half of what I said, because that delivered some of that uh, sure. feeling for me, where. I think that I was ready for her to for him to let her go because that's like a trope, you know, a female character who's supporting the male character and oh, I guess she has to be sacrificed so that he can achieve his goal, you know. For some reason that's a trope and they <laughs> didn't do it this time and and moreover, instead of subverting the expectation of the trope, it was also paying off the setup that he had abandoned her already yeah. once in his life. So yeah. this time he's like, no, not this time. I, I, think I was like, hell yeah, I, let's go. I agree, because like, you're right, those pieces are there. I think what I hated about it was that what diffuses that is the Aquafina magic shot. Uh, uh, okay. And so like, I, it totally yeah. just removed the like, like the what the scene means nothing. It's just See, like, feel, oh, they're going to undo feel, it with some like almost deus ex machina. Instead of the Aquafina bow shot, what if like, Auntie Nan came in and helped. Yeah. You know, that would have been better. That would have made cool. more sense because she's had one day with the bow and then can nail a shot <laughs> that kills or like knocks this thing back enough yeah. that they can or, all get away. Or like there was a conflict between him and his sister where like she didn't trust him or he didn't trust her. And that was a moment where like they had to like work together and together they could defeat, like do like the strike that would stumble the dragon and do it. Like there's right. a lot of other things they could do. It's just 
Yeah, that Aquafina shot, man, that really ruined that ending for me. It didn't, honestly. I, I like, I was kind of, it was kind of like a, oh, but it wasn't like a, that's dumb. Like it, 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 it I could sort of see how, like, it's a big target, and there's more or less stationary, and she, we had seen that she can, you know, okay. hit. I feel like we've talked about that shot enough. Let's keep talking about it for a long time. <laughs> um, I like the narrative elements around Shaling. Like, I like the fact that she's saying, you know, just if you just nod, he'll forget you're here. I like the the fact that she has this trauma that she was abandoned and had to just fend for herself mm-hmm. and all that. But I think that she just doesn't have a lot of charisma and she was just kind of flat. What? Mm. Like, I, I don't really want to see more of her. Like, I like all the setup. I like everything that was on the page, but I don't know if I like the way it was I mean, presented. I, I think that it was presented exactly how that character would be given the circumstances. Like, being abandoned by her parents having a brother that never came back for her mm. having to fend for herself like she's gonna feel that way she's not gonna be the very uh, like a super likable charismatic character because that's not her personality type is like how they've set it up okay I think, it, I think it's not so much for me that because i mostly agree with james here i i think it's not so much that she it doesn't make sense her characterization but i think i would have liked the script writers to give her a little more opportunities to show her character her like dimension maybe, yeah yeah i mean we do like I don't know. Like as I'm saying this, I'm like, we see that she kind of abandons them as soon as the Ten Rings shows up, and she's like, "I'm out of here." And then she comes back to save them, which is some character growth there. But that's kind of like it happens in the background. Like she goes away, and then she comes back, and they don't talk about it for a long time. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that I think one of the problems in this movie is that Wenwu is one of, is probably like the most developed character, and he's the villain. Very good villain. He's great. I man, that I think my he was so cool. He was so cool the entire time. You really do understand him. Like it, it was such a good origin for him. Like I'm sad he's dead. I'm like I want to see more of him. Yeah. Like that scene when he brings uh, Sean to watch him get revenge for like the death of his mom into that like that bar, and then it's the shot of Sean like cowering against the wall in the reflection. He's you just see him like angry murdering everyone. I was like I'm really fucking feeling this. Yeah, man, that action too. Like. all throughout the movie, as we've said, but that scene is like so visceral. Yeah, I just feel the rage. Um, that uh, the actor who plays Wenwu, uh, so good. I, I've really excellent. I feel like I knew this character, and I, I, I was scared for a second that they were like going to make him be lying about the fact that he heard, heard yeah. Lee, um, because he just wants to get into Talo or whatever. But then we hear him actually hear her voice, and yeah. it's, it's the. Do- Dweller in darkness. We uh, learn later. Him. Yeah, we mm-hmm. learn that later, and uh, I'm like, oh, that's so much better because it's so much better to have the villain truly believe that he's doing the right thing yeah. instead of just like, oh, I want to dominate yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it was a good device because at, it's audience superior. We know something that Sha- like uh, Shang Chi doesn't know, mm. but then it turns out we don't know the whole story. Yeah, we learn later. But I will say this movie does one of those kind of annoying things where there's a big conflict which is the consequence of poor communication. Mm. I really hate that. Like they're standing at the gates together and his dad's like, your mom's in there. We got to go in there. And instead of being like, actually uh, what you're hearing is a demon. You've been deceived and just explaining it in two seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He goes, uh, no, it's not. you can't, she, uh, you didn't hear her or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. So then when Wu is like, you're gaslighting me. Uh, you, you, <laughs> I definitely yeah. am hearing her. Yeah. So it's like, if you just, yeah. just fucking explain I know. it. But if yeah. Shang-Chi was just like, look up. Look at those demons that are coming out. See those? Those aren't your like. Those aren't your wife. <laughs> like I don't He's know. He's just like they're 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 the ones holding the wife my wife back. <laughs> it's dumb. But that's I, movies. I will say I loved the visual. Like, is every Marvel movie has to have like a big laser in the sky or like a big like 
uh oh. Uh, and I like that dragon scale gate and him just like wailing at it. Yeah, I felt it like the yeah and like the vibration, like the going from red to gray and the things crawling out of it. I was like, I'm feeling this. And that freaking thing that comes out of it, like dragon with tentacles, the scariest thing imaginable. <laughs> yeah, on oh, his mouth. His it mouth is so way scarier scary. than I would expect in a Disney disgusting. movie. Yeah, honestly, I didn't expect it to be that like. It was like a gods of the old world type yeah. of Cthulhu type totally. of situation. It felt very grotesque for a Marvel like yeah. totally. but it was really good. Like it was, it was super awesome. scary. Yeah. yeah. And then there's some there's some visuals in that last fight, like when uh the 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 protector is like trapping him in his water and there's like the huge Y shot of the dragon kind of on his back surrounded by the water and Shang Chi's like launched his rings in his belly and Yo. he's like coming down from the sky, like doing the, the thing. That was Incredible! That's so good. It was so I epic. Chills. I was like, I okay, normally, so cool. normally movies have a hard time now because we're so desensitized to all these like big spectacles. They have a hard time making a spectacle that really makes you feel something. But I felt something <laughs> when he so was like, cool. when like Shang Chi is just like, yeah, like as you're describing, it was just like visually so beautiful. Yeah, and also it was a moment because he's like finally has the ten rings. He's like taking his father's power and like using it for good and that. So yeah, good. but right. also his mom's, right? Anytime yes. there's like yeah. swirling nature stuff. Well, he like, used his mom. Yeah, he used his mom's power. He learned how to use that to deflect. That yeah. like, guys, when they're spinning around in the circle and there's a top-down shot, yin and yang, right? Am I right? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Dark and well, light. And that's narratively too, right? Like he had to, like I said before, do both parts of his parents. But he, the other part of the of this movie, the other biggest theme I thought saw was pressure from parents to be the best version. Right. Like to, to you know, if you aim at nothing, you become nothing. There's all this like, Asian parent pressure stuff in this movie, <laughs> I, but the, I was I saw this movie with 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 Lauren. Lauren was there as well, and I was like, "Oh, if you aim at nothing, you'll hit nothing." That's a good quote, and she's like, "You miss a hundred percent." I know, I wrote take. that down. <laughs> Michael Scott, Wayne Gretzky, Same. yeah. <laughs> but the the twist on on that is you need to become the best version of you, your own mm, person, yeah. not what you have to not exactly yourself. what your parents want yeah, you to right. be. Yeah. Be something great, but be your version of that. Yeah. And that's exactly what he is in that moment. That's Shang-Chi, but that's also Katie here, where they kind of are both doing this valet thing uh, because they don't really know what else to do or they don't like want to try and aim for something. So I, I like that that was such a big part of the, of the... Well, I don't know if it was a big, huge, giant part of the story, but I like that they take the time with Katie at least, to have this be a part of her character. She's not just there as like the funny comic relief sidekick. She has, a, uh, you know, fears and desires and uh, anxieties about about living life, and they kind of address that. And even that scene when she's, they're in Katie's, like, apartment with her mom and her grandmother. That, yeah. That is exactly the family dynamic of an Asian family. Right. Like, so it's I've like, been... oh, when are you going to marry her? Like, uh, like hello, come on, yeah, let's go. yeah. <laughs> I've been meaning to ask you because, like, obviously, this is the first, uh, well, it's the first Marvel movie with a leading man who is Asian. Yeah. Uh, did you feel seen, Brandon? Well, the thing that I found annoying, <laughs> even though I liked that they included a lot of those elements, is that they made him feel lame in a lot of them. Mm. Like, he's not, like, it, it's great to have all these different facets of, like, Asian culture and characters represented in personalities. Right. But they're also shown in the light that, they're like they can be kind of lame that they're kind of mm. like oh awkward sometimes and like that's great in a practical sense that like yes that exists already but right. it also doesn't give them something to look at like oh yeah these people are so great these people are so like they're they're different than what society has decided or how i view like right asian american people in general did, right did you feel that that was kind of a, a i felt that was a little bit of a dis not a disservice but like it felt like it, that is where they can improve like mm. they can rep like shang chi is kind of now what he 
like a lot cooler and he could be a lot like, well that was all act more, one stuff at yeah, least totally yeah um and then with but that's why katie's character to me felt a little bit flat because she just felt like she was that like comic relief which is i understand that was her purpose but also she didn't have the same level of depth she didn't, and she didn't fully have the moments in the movie to overcome like that part of her personality like she still kind of is that character she, mm. she hasn't changed that much yeah yeah i don't um, know what they're exactly trying to do with her learning archery yeah like because there's a scene where she says she doesn't have a chinese name and so it's like well she does have it she does yeah, say she her she says she just, her, no she I says her she chinese name at the dinner no i think she said ray when 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 or something i, I don't she, remember the name exactly i thought she just she ma- says one i thought she was just making something up yeah i mean everyone generally if you have a chinese if you're chinese well you're that's chinese. what i was gonna ask i was like what no, Who she, doesn't? She, she has a Chinese name. I think she uh, doesn't know how to say it properly or something. I okay. forget. I forget. Well, what her is, Chinese, she, she couldn't speak Chinese, which actually yeah. is something that I connect with because I can't speak Chinese right, very well. Right. Um, but it was, again, just another representation of reality, but that isn't like... like I think a lot of the other Marvel movies that you'll watch, everyone looks cool right off the gate. Like, the, everyone is represented in like not a like lame way. Necessar- mm. like With some of the humor, that can be argued. But Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like... With Captain America, they start they start from a position of kind of weakness, or they they have some sort of weakness, whether that be physical weakness or character weakness, and then they kind of move towards uh, what do you what do you call it? Greatness. Yeah. <laughs> but he can basically he kicks ass right off the yeah. right off yeah. the jump. Right? Well, the, yeah. yeah. The first well, time you see him fight, I love that. He's like he doesn't know how to fight, and then like the next <laughs> scene is him like superpowers, and you're like, okay. yeah. yeah. But I appreciate how he you see him be very capable in the bus fight, but then even. He still has stuff to learn, mm-hmm. and so then when they go to Talo, he learns how to. He, uh, uh, it's a great visual metaphor of him, like his his primary fighting style is with this closed fist. He's all tensed up, right? And his aunt teaches him to kind of open. Oh, it's the open palm mm-hmm. technique, and that's how your mom was able to. You don't you don't fight force with force. You redirect the force and kind of like learn to use it. You know. Yeah, that was badass, and it was really good that they had those shots of him learning with his mom as a child because. If he had just gone to that village and learned that in a day and then mm-hmm. beaten his dad, I would have been very pissed off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but they have multiple shots of like, oh, no, he knew a lot of this. It's kind of baked in. We're right. just catching him up. And that, that was earned. Do you think that they should have like turned his motivation a little bit more selfless? Because I feel like he's like you compare Captain America to him and like Captain America. It's like you see him like be a really good person and like being a superhero is part of that. And like it's a it's like a power representation of his like inner being. But do you guys get the sense that like like Sean is like becoming a better person throughout this movie, or is he just kind of like facing? I think so. His- well, we know that he's. It was kind of a weird at the beginning of the movie. I wasn't clear like what is his motivation, what parts of him need fixing, what is he trying to get in this movie. It's always it was always just kind of like okay, well now we need to move, we need to go to this place, and now we need to go to this place. But it wasn't like uh. There's no like thematic moment in Act One where it's like that is the dramatic mm-hmm. question of this movie. He needs can to he overcome. can he do that? That yeah, it yeah. wasn't well, really like there. The, the sort of question is like, well, he's a slacker and he's not living his life. But then the second the fight happens, it's like, well, that's over. Like he's not a slacker; he's a superhero. But it's and not I, his. Well, but is it his full potential? Yeah, uh, I, I think it's. But, I think, but that's the thing. He's not a superhero, right? He's just been like chilling. That's he only fought when he had to fight. And I and I think that this his arc is. Uh, going from running away, going from operating on fear uh, because of this trauma to accepting what has happened to him and and uh, making a decision to try and integrate these two parts of himself, right? And uh, I thought that it did that. It just yeah. took, a, you know, as I, I agree with you, James, that there wasn't really like a step-by-step uh, process to get there. But I think 
it got there by the end. So it was a, that, so all that pro- character proactive, becoming more proactive. Remember we talked about those like often just three levers you can make a main character mm. increase uh, right. when they arc it's either like they're becoming more likable more competent or more proactive and then this i guess he's pretty proactive at the beginning because he's saying i'm gonna go get my yeah. sister i'm gonna save her he's just doing that himself he doesn't true. it's not like there's a call to adventure and he denies it he just does that yeah but he i guess he's more proactive in the sense that he's being the best version of himself mm. he doesn't become more likable uh He's, he yeah. does become more competent, I guess. He's proactive in the sense that he's like, okay, I know that my sister's in danger, so I'm going to go try and save her. But he's also uh, stopping himself from confronting this trauma and fear that he has to in order to defeat the bad guy. Right, and the, a big part of the a big theme of this movie was letting go. Like, they, both the kids are so messed up about the death of their mom. Mm-hmm. And then one of the final scenes is the, the lanterns for both their parents. You're like, yeah. hey, you know, right. closure. His motivations to me were pretty clear because like he was running away from his parents or his dad and then his mom is dead. But he also didn't like he wasn't a superhero, but he had all these skills that he was using to defend himself. Right. And to me, that's just a very down to his entire approach in t- the movie felt grounded. Like it felt like more real life than like having one specific big moment in the movie that then leads him to do all those other things like that doesn't really how real life works. So, yeah, he's just a all of these experiences in his life had led him to do these things and all the new experiences, the, the fight, the Ten Rings, the organization, his father coming back after him, then he need, needing to protect his sister. Those things just happened and those were the logical things for him to do I, in right. those moments. I guess what I feel like this movie was missing was like the like current day obstacles that like refined him into being a better person. Like they're there, but I feel like a lot of the character growth was just like a flashback. Mm. It was like remembering a thing that happened. Like, sure, that's like, that can be really helpful and it's like, I just found... I didn't I didn't feel like he was like facing someone from his past and, and like the current day and like having like a fight, but also having like a, a personal growth moment. Uh, I feel like, the yeah, I, I personally well, didn't he did. Feel, he did do that with the I'm not going to let you go again to his. his yeah, sister. but that's like the absolute end. There's, like I'm talking yeah, about like along I, the way. I feel like the weakest part of this movie by far is the middle section. Right. And I think that that's something they could have done is have him like really face specific obstacles that help him grow instead of just like going place to place they're doing a thing. It wasn't like, it didn't feel like they were coming up against huge obstacles. Because this is the thing, because if you know, if it's set out at the beginning what this character needs in order to become the best version of themselves, then along the way they should oscillate between ego and yeah. and it, or like actualization and, and falling back to being their old ways. But his old ways is what? Just being a nice guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah, I feel fair. like the middle section, they didn't do a ton of development of uh, Shang-Chi's character or even Shaoling or anybody but it was kind of we did learn a bit more about Wen Wu and he I mean it's an interesting I feel like Disney or Marvel kind of felt like they had to put in this like dinner scene where he kind of explains uh, about Ben Kingsley's character uh, and how to like make up for it yeah oh yeah I feel like I don't know that kind of felt uh I, it felt natural as I was watching it, but it, yeah, in retrospect, we're like, okay, that would have been nice to kind of get some more character development there, but I, I'm glad that they addressed it. I mean, it I liked that scene for the dynamic between the characters more mm-hmm. than the info that yeah. you in it. Yeah, because he's talking about how you know our names connect us not only yeah. to ourselves, but to all of us. What's that, your Chinese name? Yeah. And she's like, ah, uh, like, she, she pauses for a second and then tells him. Right, and yeah. I feel like that's important characterization for him because we learn that he's, he's you know, he's not... He's having him over for dinner. He's he thinks that he truly he's believes that they can be a family man, again. Yeah, right? he still wants the family. Uh, this is just like back Black Widow. 
Yeah, no, honestly, that, that is a, at that point, and I think a few other times I was kind of like, oh, this is like the same thing where like part of the family is bad guys and there's like good guys and they're coming together. And Shang-Chi is kind of like Black Widow in that like normal human, no powers, just a bunch of training. Right. Drama. Yeah. Now Except he that powers, he though. he's he's actually uh, way less good than her because she can like interrogate people and outsmart you and she also can use weapons. But I mean, by the like, end of the movie, like, he, firearms. he would win in a fight. Mm. Yeah, oh, yeah, but we don't actually know anything about how the Ten Rings work, so it, mm. we're not told they uh, anyone who's like strong can grab them, or you have to be worthy. Like, so if he walked into the same room with Captain America, would they just go to Captain America? <laughs> Imagine Captain no, America has like so. Mjolnir and the Ten Rings. Uh, <laughs> like, we have no idea how they work. I so. feel like even I feel like because uh, Shang Chi is so well trained, I feel like even against Captain America, he could probably last for a, for a bit. I think you know? his his the Ten Rings are. Remarkable 30 strength. Oh, no, without the 10 rings. Oh, without them? Against yeah. Captain America? Because I think he's so well-trained. He's supposed to be, like, a top-level... He's fighting off, like, the whole friggin' 10 rings arm yeah, army. I, I think he's, like, similar level as Black Widow. I, was... I, think, I think he's stronger like, than... I feel I like he's, he's at Black least Widow. equal because to he's a man. Black Widow. No, no, because <laughs> he's, he's, well, he's, he's... He can tri- control the power yeah, of wind. She's, <laughs> she's also... Tra- well, now. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. by the end, when he's... Yeah. Using so at the beginning at the beginning of the movie, sure. You're, yeah. you're right. He's using a martial art from the gods. I don't even yeah. know. The wind I, thing is actually tied to the village. So the right. reason that he's got that is when he's yeah. in the village. So when he's not oh, in the village, shit, his really? character is not. Yeah, yeah, they, that's oh, actually yeah. part of the... But uh, the Avengers character. 5, the Great Protector will show up in the final fight. And then, <laughs> and and then, then he'll have his... I was miffed that they, when the Great Protector brought them down to the beach and they step off, they never even shoulder check and go like, thanks. Yeah. Or nothing. They just like... Looked forward and started talking to somebody yeah, else. I'm like, was, come on, you just dude, sort of slighted this. Great protector is really being taken for granted. That's bullshit. Yeah, they're not. They're not. <laughs> but the great protector doesn't care. He's above human. Yeah, drama. he's a great protector, dude. That's it's in his name. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think of the the VFX in this movie? Oh man, hit or miss, hey? What? Honestly, yeah. Like the bus scene, not very good. Yeah. Um, oh really? There was some pretty rough moments. Dude, in the, you the didn't bus. notice that bus coming was, over the hill, and it was, it was like that great. is a CG bus. Yeah, yeah, not great. Wait, did you guys watch I it didn't. in 3D or 2D? I watched 2D. IMAX. 2D. IMAX. Yeah. I watched it in AVX 3D, which was oh. a mistake. I've, it's been a long time oh, no. since I've seen 3D. I used to like 3D. Was this on purpose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, oh. You it, wanted to see it in 3D? Yeah, I used to like 3D I didn't stuff. Still offered that. Uh, and I was like, oh, it's been a while since I've seen a 3D movie. Uh, and then the second happened, I'm like, oh, no, my brain. My I've brain doesn't never, like this. <laughs> oh, no. The first five minutes of the movie, there's like a, it's in the in the opening when we're still in the thousand years ago past. Yeah. There's like a cart of gold that tips over oh, towards yeah, the screen. Yeah. yeah. It was so bad. I literally, I exclaimed in the theater, what? That's how bad it was. Yeah. Really? And then later on, some of the VFX were so good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the dragon stuff was The sick. dragon looked so, so good. good. It's just hit or miss. I, they, I think they do, there's too much VFX. Like yeah. the bus scene in particular. You can tell they're ambling over this bus. They're on the roof of the bus. They're on the side of the bus. You can tell the actors are hanging on to real things. But it's just they're hanging on to a big square green screen thing. Yeah. And it's like I last weekend I watched Speed from 1994. That movie fucking rules. It's so good. And they had like 14 buses. The budget was definitely less than this movie. <laughs> so what? You can't get a real bus? I mean, it's just harder to it's just practical. perform it's it. Like logistically, yeah. it's harder. Yeah. You got to close down the street, speed down yeah. this hill, have your actor on the side of the, the bus. The effects no. just make it easier for everyone. Yeah. But I, the product is worse. Yes. I didn't find the bus scene was too bad. Like there's some really cool VFX shots. Like I like when it's on the outside of the bus and it's kind of like the like one shot of him moving through the whole group of people. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a cool shot. But yeah, as soon as the bus starts coming apart and like they, they whatever like the ground piece that's like has the sparks, I'm like, this looks like an amateur thing. I don't get why it was so bad. I mean, that's what happens when multiple companies do the VFX that's for one right. movie, right? Because there's so many companies that are doing the right. VFX in different stages. Yeah, that's kind of what I was going to say. I was like, they probably didn't, you know, spend as long trying to make the bus look super good no. as they did. Later in the, the movie dragon. mattered way more. Oh, the dragon man. model and the uh, 
darkness character yeah. or dragon thing. Well, at least they got the rings right. The yeah. rings are awesome. So, so, sick. so sick. The fight between him and his dad, the 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 ways that they were connecting and like no. yeah, well, the five, chain, the five v five. Yeah, that was yeah. sick. Yeah, that's, that was and, really like, cool. He's, he's like manipulating them around himself yeah. instead of like kind of like on his arm, like yeah. punching things. Yeah, his fighting style is like an amalgamation it's, of both um, his dad and his mom. So, what sick. color do you think they'd be if they landed on you? <laughs> Green, <laughs> not purple. Because again, evil monsters, purple magic in this. So I think that's going to be. I don't know if they're like. I'm sure they're doing it on purpose, but. Purple magic in the Marvel Universe. That's the oh, worst yeah, kind of magic. That's so true. Yeah, it is. Mm. Keeping it consistent. Yeah. Let's talk about that final scene. Best post credits ever. When they ended up doing karaoke. Oh, killed me. With Wong. That was yeah, amazing. Crazy. Unless. <laughs> that was so awesome. Yeah. I, I found the first time they did it in the movie. I was like, that's oh, kind of funny. But it was worth it just for the setup for the ending. With yeah. Wong. I didn't see it coming either. I, th- it's, I guess it's appropriate that they bring Wong in so many times in this movie. It, it starts to feel a little tokeny, though, I guess. Like, this is the token Asian Marvel movie. But hopefully that, like, hopefully later it just kind of all integrates. Well, Because Wong's been, like, the one, I think Mantis is also an Asian actress, but she's not really, she's an alien, yeah. so. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I Wong has been around, but it just kind of. Are you seeing, like, the kind of thing where, like, like, there's a South Park episode where there's a new kid in school and she's black, and then Hartman is obsessed with getting her to date token who's also black he's like they belong together because they're both black yeah is that what you're saying it's, it's almost like, like because this is the asian marvel movie we then have he has to, to interface with the existing asian character yeah we have to pull yeah, out i don't know. The, I don't the, know those characters from dr strange they're often the ones who show up and and no. bring everyone together it worked, for me. it worked for me i no, agree and i, I agree Wong, with your sentiment yeah. though riley because yeah. it, 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 it was it was a movie that was central asian character and it was only like asians in the movie which yeah. is not a bad thing per se but it's also like well there's lots of other people in the world that you could have integrated into yeah this movie. like literally dr strange yeah although right. he's more expensive <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's true I, I will say that the asian friends i saw this with were like i asked them if they felt you know pandered to it all if this had like felt like disney as being like you here's an asian movie for you and they were like no not at all we yeah. loved it there. they loved all of the, the the chinese cultural stuff yeah. um there was one scene that i thought that's a little woke there's one it was very very quick uh they're at the um restaurant at the very beginning they're having dinner with that friend who's a couple and then shang chi says you know as a kid i got made fun of for all the things that kids get made fun of for and then it cuts to indian american he goes yeah i get it i agree with you yeah on that one yeah and i was just it that, just seemed like every yeah. it was like all the people of color audience are supposed to just look at each other and go Right. This is what happened to us. Yes, we've all experienced. Mm, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And also, Indian Americans have, have, yeah, have experienced. (laughs) And then Shang Chi's like, "Well, actually, I'm like a killer rich guy who, you know, didn't even go to school ever, so it doesn't even make sense." So like, so like, my one friend. Uh, Maybe he went to high school after he escaped his dad, but. So my one friend Daniel, uh, shout out to Daniel and Angela. Thanks for seeing him with me. Uh, Daniel was like, "It's been really frustrating to me to see Asian male characters." Hold on, are they a couple? No. Oh, uh, D'Angelo's like D'Angelo. That's a great couple name. <laughs> you guys should do it just for that. Oh man, James <laughs> says. Uh, Danny was like, it's been really frustrating to see the Asian male characters be kind of like, uh, sort of incompetent in movies. Like a lot of the time, they're played as the the comic relief, or they are just kind of a helper character or whatever. Um, and if there's an Asian female, then she's sort of like because of the fetishization we have sort of in Western culture and in, in a lot of people like. They're 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 victim to that. So in this one, it was he was like, I didn't feel pandered to at all. It felt really great to see like uh, capable, strong uh, Asian characters that that aren't these like. Token I think the things. result of having the entire cast be that way, it's like, well, you can't have a whole movie of one character. Therefore, you have to have different representations. You yeah. know, it's like 
when there's 50 Asian characters, they can't all be like right, right. lame. Like exactly. there has to be, there's a hero, there's a villain, well, I, there's a fu- I, funny one. So like, I guess that's kind of my question is that like, it, it sometimes it feels as if they're like, okay, we're going to do an Asian movie and everything's Asian. All the characters are Asian except I think, I think uh, the fake Mandarin guy was the oh, and that, guy the sword with guy. the knife hand. And the, yeah. <laughs> no, like big burly like <laughs> yeah. European guy. Romanian. Did he did the sword come out of his arm? It or was longer than his arm. Yeah. But did he put it on or did he put it on? He put a new one on at the end with the like that was dragon scale. That was a great moment. I was like, <laughs> fuck yeah. But initially he just goes ching and it like comes out yeah, of his arm. Yeah. Out of his so arm. where was the sword? Look, it's a universe it with spaceships and aliens. It's yeah. possible that it folds out. Like It I pissed me know. off when he had uh Shang-Chi on the in the driver's seat of the bus and he was like narrowly gonna it's like that sword's like hot. Yeah. yeah. And then I was just like, man, you're dead. You would have been dead. Yeah. Whatever. Anyways, what I, what I was saying though is that despite uh, other than those two characters, literally everyone's Asian. And is the director Asian? He's Hawaiian. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. So they're they're just like, okay, we're gonna make everybody Asian, and it it feels to me as if they're like, okay, we did our our Asian quota, you know, yeah. like like okay, we've done the Asian. It'll movie, be interesting to see how they integrate we'll Shang Chi's universe and him as a character into the rest right. of the MCU. But again, that's why I think that this movie didn't feel like a Marvel movie for the first yeah. three mm. fourths because it didn't have any of those elements. Like it had some of the structure, but like. Fundamentally, the the characters and the the world that they were in felt very like in Earth. Honestly, it felt weird seeing like Captain Marvel and the Hulk at the end of the movie. I'm like, this is the same universe. <laughs> like, it felt I guess, shoved yeah. in yeah. totally. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. like okay, yeah. I think it just felt weird because Captain Marvel's lame as hell. But she Captain is so Marvel. lame. She sucks. Oh, and they gave her that lamer haircut. She's like the Karen of the Avengers. Yeah. They might recover her. They might make we'll her see. better. I hope that. I mean, they, they definitely could. Yeah. There's definitely things they could do. I I. I did like I do like this kind of characterization of her as like people try to reach her and she's just not available like she just doesn't care doesn't care about the rest of the like Avengers. Bruce can give you my number and he's like I don't have her number I don't know what, <laughs> what do you think they're she's setting up to work with the fact that like the rings are a beacon and there's something inside them and and the Mandarin it's not said in this movie but he got the rings from an alien mm. in this movie they just oh, really? said, oh he, did they say th- that yeah no in this movie they said we don't know where it came from and he found it in a temple or something or, I think it's implied that it's like some extra d- dimensional being or some extraterrestrial or something. It's implied by the end credits scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's more ancient than a thousand years and because it ha- has like an active beacon in it yeah. and all the space people are there. So it's. I think that's like the perfect, to me, the, that's the perfect foreshadowing for what whatever the end of phase four is going to be. Like, I like that stuff where it's like, it means almost nothing now. It's like kind of cool, but like at the end of phase four, they'll be like, oh, they knew what they were doing. Whoa. Right. The rings were a space MacGuffin that we got to follow. Yeah. Like, they're the new Infinity, Infinity Stones. Stones or, or it's like, yeah, it's like part of it or whatever. Yeah, I thought I had I, I thought I had seen an allusion to who this the big villain is going to be for in the trailer, four, but I completely forgot. Tra- isn't that Galactus? That was in the the was the that Galactus? Eternals? I'm not sure. I don't. I think that's someone I recognize in the Eternals trailer. The Eternals yeah. trailer. Yeah, there's for this. Galactus in the Eternals trailer, right? Yeah, for like a split second, a oh. giant person. Anyway, yeah, I want to talk about. Did this feel to you like the return of movie theater to you? Because that this felt like the first time I went to the movies and was like, oh yeah, I'm watching like a brand new movie with like a bunch of people. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Was, yeah, and I think uh, if if it's a yes, it's because this the audience actually gave a shit. My audience clapped at the end, and I won't. I oh, hated, really? Yeah, they were like, yeah! "Oh, wow!" I had people. I, I didn't have that, but th- throughout the movie, maybe it's because I wasn't at IMAX or AVX. I actually went to a smaller theater because I didn't want 3D. So it was like cinema in the back. Mm-hmm. But um, it was the first movie where you know funny stuff's happening and people around me are laughing. Yeah, like just you're going to the movie because you want to be in the crowd and. Yep. And feel right. the crowd, and this had that. Whereas when I saw like Fast Nine, everyone was just like, "Get me right. out of here." Yeah, 
Sure. <laughs> this is this, this fucking sucks. This is my first movie before since like COVID hit. And oh this, yeah. So first theater I was, movie. Yeah, theater movie. And I'm like, I didn't I I actually missed this a lot more than I thought I did. You didn't even go last summer, like when Tenet was coming out and stuff? No. Wow. Yeah, I didn't. This was my first movie in a while going with like uh, a group of people. I had seen movies in theaters a couple times because we did mo- new movies for the podcast, but like, no, uh, it was kind of last minute and I couldn't find anybody. I went to a couple by myself, but we, this was like a group of four people and I was like, this feels good. Yeah. And I think something that also plays into that is the fact that this movie, like we were saying, doesn't really feel like it's like it was uh, already slotted into the rest of the MCU. It felt very much like a phase one movie where. We don't need to spend a ton of time connecting this to the rest of the universe. It's just this origin story. It's contained. And then at the end, we're going to hint at something bigger. And I think that's what made it more enjoyable. Yeah. Like, without like overdoing the, oh, here's the cameo of this person. Here's the cameo of this person. Like, I mean, I, I there is something to be said, and we've talked about this before. There is something to be said about like building this interconnected universe, and then you can like play around with all these different action figures. Yeah, in but your story. is this how they plan the phases? Do they do at the beginning of a phase... They're more standalone, and then as the phase goes on, they interconnect more. I think they just recognize that like you need both. You need the like yeah. jumping on points, but then you also need like the Spider Mans that have like that like to fully grasp everything that's going on. You're going to have to have watched a bunch of movies. Yeah, I think uh, Doctor Strange came pretty late. I think it was like a phase two or three movie, but uh, it was kind of the same thing where it was like not very connected to anything. Mm-hmm. But they needed to establish him so that they could bring him in in Infinity War. Yeah. Um, but I think for the most part, it does kind of go from like standalone stories that aren't super, super connected until like the post credit scene or whatever to like America, Captain America Civil War, which is just an Avengers movie, but it's like a Captain America movie. Yeah, and I wonder if there's another dimension where it's like, if it's your first movie, it's more standalone. Right. I think so. Like like the first Ant-Man movie doesn't require much knowledge. The, Captain right, Marvel the, didn't really require much. Like, the first, it, you, what about the first Spider-Man though? No, you would have been fine. Like you, you well, need to Iron know Tony Stark, it. but like yeah. you would have got. I think you would have gotten the gist of it without Tony Stark or without understanding Tony Stark's past. Mm. But yeah, I those, the trailers before that movie too, buddy. I'm pumped for the movie theater next couple. Are you months. pumped for the Eternals? I am. I didn't think I was going to be, but then that I didn't trailer care at all. That trailer, no, I think it's gonna be really good. You know what I realized about myself? This uh, maybe is that I saw the trailer for Eternals and then this one as well. Not excited for either of those movies, but maybe that's because. I have no nostalgia for them. Mm. All my like comic book nostalgia is basically, I didn't really read comics. I mostly just watched 90s cartoons. So Spider-Man and X-Men mostly. And when I see a trailer for that, I'm stoked. But when I see Eternals, like I see Eternals and there's a guy shooting stuff out of his eyes and I'm kind of just rolling my eyes. I think I'm seeing the trailer like my wife sees the trailer. Mm. But if that same guy was Scott Summers, I'll be like, fuck yeah, X-Men's back. Yeah. It might just be because of nostalgia. I think for me it was the tone and the style of it. I mean, the director is like the director of No Man Land. It's like Chloe Zhao. And like, I love that Marvel is like kind of taking risks on bringing in like artistic directors. And I feel like this movie is just going to be not just another Marvel movie. It's going to have some form of expression. And certainly it's going to be contained with within what the MCU needs to be. But I I just think that it'll be slightly elevated. Feels like the right direction. Yeah, totally. And I'm I'm genuinely excited about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm really... I am I am excited, but I also am like it could it could really go no. either way. But I feel like Marvel knows now. Like the it I feel like it would be really hard for them to make a bad movie. You know what I like Captain about Marvel. Eternals though? <laughs> what? Yeah, Captain well, Marvel. Captain Mar- I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I also think that's because of Brie Larson maybe. Yeah, no! I think well, it's okay, just the movie. There bad. are a lot of problems with but I feel like they honestly they've learned since Captain Marvel. I feel like with Captain Marvel they were like that was their first female led 
superhero so, movie, yeah. I think. Yeah. And I think one of the problems they fell into is the problem that a bunch of these recent uh, big blockbuster movies with female leads have done where they think that they, in order to have a strong female character, they just need to make them super overpowered. Yeah. And so they're Mary Sue's. It's the same thing with, with Ray. Uh, like Captain America goes through this, like he goes from extreme weakness to moderate strength and it's the character strength that really brings us there. But for Captain Marvel, she doesn't have that extreme weakness and her character doesn't really change that much. Mm -hmm. And so it's just kind of dissatisfying. Well, I, you think about but the rest I think of the, they've learned. You think of the rest of the MCU and they're like, there's no character that doesn't have a glaring weakness. Like, mm -hmm. I don't even know who's like the most powerful MCU characters, but like they all have huge Wanda. weaknesses. But they, yeah, Wanda, yeah. like you could kill, like there's a lot of situations in which you could kill Wanda. And like you can, or like you can imagine her being killed. Same right. with Wen Wu. Why doesn't someone just shoot him in the head from a distance? He, he can block it. it. The if he sees it coming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, I feel like that was kind of one of the strengths of like having a weapon like the Ten Rings is that you don't really know exactly what it can do and yeah. it's, it's strengths and weaknesses. Like the guy was shooting at him with a shotgun from point blank and he's just like blocking it somehow. That was actually an interesting moment. Like when he's riding up to the army on the horse and he's like, he's got the rings. So you know he's got like powerful, but like yeah, he's yeah. like, what is he going to do? Because I'm not sure this army of rings or yeah, arrows yeah. is coming at him, but is he going to like destroy them all instantly or is he gonna yeah. like he's yeah he kicked so much ass in that scene that I was like why does he even have an army <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, exactly. he blazes a trail and goes and sits on the throne and then he lets normal humans go and fight and you probably half of them die I'm like so man that, that sucks for those outsourcing. guys <laughs> can yeah, you just kill them all for us well, says he, so he doesn't have to actually go out and do the work yeah. you know he can just yeah. chill he can chill so easy yeah. he can sit on his throne he could just yeah. sit on the throne and let, make the rings go back and forth through people's heads yeah alright let's do some nitpicks let's do it biggest nitpick his Final fight outfit. Yes, that's my thing. Oh, sucks. he gets I'm so his, glad he you gets his armor. Yeah, like everything above the above waist, sick. super cool. Super Below the waist, he's wearing like dickies <laughs> and like some like high top like Velcro <laughs> Nikes. Okay. So what this the is, fuck? This is so funny because I did not notice this at all. But the friends I saw it with were like. Daniel and Angela were like, yo, what? He was wearing sneakers. Yeah. Was, They're like, this is, it doesn't I, make any sense. I get what they're going for, I guess, where it's like, he's still like, he's still just Sean from the block, but like, no, <laughs> it was such a bummer. Like everyone else has this like incredible fantasy armor. Like his dad has like a sick fantasy armor. There's a fucking flying dragon. Yeah. High, he's got high tops. His sister's and, got that like, cool weapon. Pants. Yeah. That's just, really, really, really long. Yeah. No, I think it was a mistake. <laughs> it must have been some sort of attempt to kind of keep him grounded to yeah. his like San Francisco personality. I'm not into it. But yeah. I mean, Honestly, I don't again, even know if it's intentional. I didn't even it seems notice. like an oversight. I did not notice I didn't at notice all. It either. Did you see yeah. what? No, like, because the top half of his costume looked great to me. Yeah. yeah. And I was only focused on that and the action. Yeah. So I didn't look at his feet well, at all. I noticed that they, and this might not have been intentional. Maybe it was just me thinking about it, but they don't show that much of his bottom half unless it's like moving really fast. Right. Right. And I wonder if like they had other shots and they didn't use them or if they shot it intentionally not to show it that much or what it was. Yeah. You but, don't see him head to toe that often. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I could not help but stare at his shoes. I wonder if the editor did that. They're like, let's let's zoom in because he looks so <laughs> I, <laughs> like, I see. <laughs> so funny. I, yeah, I guess I was just looking at his face the whole time. But, but yeah, top half sick. I mean, I like the costumes overall. I actually thought the like, costumes was one of the strongest elements of this movie. Yeah, like, there's some really good yeah. ones. Um, and and the, like the 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 animal design, like the lion. Yo, yeah. that thing was so That's cool. That's one of my hit picks when you first see the lion, and then like, I was like, oh, it's like one of those big, uh, you know, Chinese statue lions or whatever. But then. When uh, the Talu people were like, you shouldn't be here, and the lion is in the back, like, growling, I was like, 
yo, that guy's going to be badass in the battle. Yeah. And he is. Yeah. He I doesn't mean, have any dragon scales, but he can still kill those soul sucker things. It's, yeah, I saw that blessed, and I was like... Blessed teeth. But magical think, village. Don't yeah, totally works. I think it's just that they're like magical creatures and they what, they can have the power. What do you guys think? I, I actually like kind of felt something with that CG, like the one where he's like, oh, that's a weird looking horse. That was hilarious. Yeah. So funny. But I, I thought the creature like did look mystical in a way that like didn't affect me, but I was like, yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was a dragon horse. Dragon horse, it was yeah, so cool. Apparently, those that's those are real. Um, I didn't love creatures the, in Chinese mythology. The, the I, chicken I butt ones. That. I didn't. I didn't. I don't love know about the chicken the, uh, butt one. The Pokemon fox, the nine tails. Yeah, the nine tails. Yeah. It looked like nine tails. It, it didn't yeah. look great. It looked okay. I think I really well, didn't nine like tails. Morris. Is literally just you didn't like to be, Morris. No, I don't know. Like I like the idea. You didn't, like, you didn't Morris? like Morris. I don't know. I don't like Morris. Morris I need a face. You know, Morris is like the Ottoman and Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yes. I thought in the car, him and him and Trevor together so were funny. hilarious. Morris was awesome. Yeah. I would have liked to. Have, this is my own stupid brain. I wanted there to be a fart joke in the car, where it came out of Morris, and someone's like, "Where did that even come out of?" Because uh, <laughs> he has no holes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess my problem with Morris is my cynical brain kicked in and was like, "That's a stuffy." Like that's just like a stuffy they can sell, and I when oh. I when oh. I can see when I can see that like oh he's designed to easily be a, a stuffed animal, I'm like oh. Yeah, no, I can see that. But that's just my cynical, stupid brain. I think I was just like, I spent too much time when we first meet him just processing what the, <laughs> what he was. I was like, he doesn't have a face. He's got six wings and six legs. I'm so confused. He doesn't have six legs. Yeah, he does. I, think, I, I thought he did. I think it's for like six wings. Oh, okay. My bad. It's whatever. I'm pig. so sorry. Chicken pig. Hilarious. But yeah, when he was like, Morris is like on another level. And then I was like, you can't possibly understand, comprehend how his brain works. Oh, he says go. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good moment. So much good comedy there. Here's a hit pick. Memorable side characters. And like, I don't like Shai uh, Ling very much, but like the fight promoter guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was hilarious. Ronnie, what, what, oh, really? What, what's his name? He's a John comedian. John. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't remember his name. Yeah. The guy on the bus recording it. Yeah, that guy was so, so good funny. that I yeah. thought he was gonna he was like so tag along for the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. That guy was so funny. He's like, "Yo, yo, yo, what's up? All right, yeah, yeah. Here, here's your boy." Like, oh, you got this. And then the guy pulls the sword out. Oh, my bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah hilarious. And then of course Trevor Slattery, Brian yeah, Kingsley, yeah. a great side character. He's like, "I'm gonna be yeah. providing some commentary on the <laughs> technique used here in the company." Like, this is more than an epic, but I guess I, I missed my my chance to say it. But uh, Michelle Yeoh's character, boring as fuck. Which character is that? That's uh, the ant. Oh yeah, Michelle Yeoh. She's Yeo. so yeah. boring. Kung Fu movie legend. Oh, she, yeah, is she's she an incredible in actor. Crouching Tiger. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't you know. know. I what, thought she did. She's what, what depth is there? She's like just an idea. She's not a real character. She's just like it I am perfect. She's no, Obi Wan. Yeah, but Obi Wan has been, some failings and some. True. Yeah, it would have been don't nice know. to have some sort of like uh, like tragic flaw there or some sort of like uh yeah any any type of flaw she and just kind of comes in and she's even like she's she coming was, in late she's game, the surrogate guys. mother you know no, but she's there for like like half the movie and like I, like I half wish the movie almost she's there for a long time probably a quarter to a third yeah she third. i think if if she was responsible for blocking her sister out and like she had this huge guilt oh, that, that she was dealing cool. with like mm. that could have been something but she just like is a perfect person she's only good there is no like complication to a relationship with that her would be, I was I was unimpressed I okay. completely agree okay. that would have been super that would have been great yeah but as it is she's just kind of like we were, we didn't actually mean to to send her away <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he gives he gives she gives Sean his power or like helps give him his powers yeah. like she's just a force of good that training scene is great it's a though. great training yeah. scene yeah I do like any that. other nitpicks 
Uh, I have a hit pick, which was kind of related to what we were talking about earlier, but like, I love how they're just casually driving this SUV into like a magical land with crazy Pokemon yeah, the creatures. Yeah, BMW sponsorship. Yeah, that's how it, I saw it. <laughs> yeah, I definitely saw it that way, but it was also like, I'm like, oh, this is like Pokemon Snap. They're like <laughs> driving oh, around. Especially oh, especially the top yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or yeah. no, like for the old Pokemon games, the top down and you're walking through the bushes and they, they kind of yeah, yeah, exactly. sway back and forth yeah. as you yeah. navigate. Um, One sort of like sort of a deeper hit pick that I wanted to get to earlier, but we didn't, where uh, in the final confront not for final, but um, semi-final confrontation between Shang-Chi and Wenwu, uh, when Wenwu's like, you're just afraid. You spent your entire life afraid, always running, always hiding. And then Shang-Chi swings the staff at him, but he like, it's it's almost implied that he pulls it, like he pulls the, the strike, because Wenwu just moves his head back like an inch and it doesn't hit him. And I was like, oh, is that like an indication that Shang-Chi is afraid? Like he's mm. trying to strike at his dad, but he's too afraid to actually strike. So then he like pulls it. Maybe. I don't know. I was like, maybe I'm giving it too much credit, but if that was intentional, I was like, oh, that's really cool. Mm. That would have been cool. Who knows? Mm. I love that part where she's like, I like your spiky face. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah, see, that's the kind of Aquafenic humor that really makes the makes the show. Yeah, or when she has the money and he's like, "Did you bet against me?" And she's like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no." I kind of thought yeah, he was like, going to destroy like the rings when mm-hmm. he said, "I'm going to kill my dad." I thought, "No, you're not. You're going to destroy the rings, though, and that's going to be a type of death." Mm. Uh, but then I didn't realize that. Uh, I guess he does, Shang Chi needs those to be who he is. He does refuse the rings, which is good. Shows like he's like I yeah, don't he, want the power. He throws power. them off at yeah. the ground, but before he actually like beats his dad. Yeah, I don't want yeah. the power for myself. And I'm not gonna like take the rings and like what yeah. kill your dad. Like he 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 says he's gonna kill him, but then he's he kind of like realizes that you know he wants to save him instead. He's mm-hmm. trying to be like, Dad, please don't do this. You know, that was a good moment when he's getting his soul sucked and like they're like I make eye contact and there's like oh, the I flashback. Love, man, I felt that. I, I was loved like, that whole <laughs> confrontation. I I just yeah, yeah. It, it really brought it back to like that this is a family, they're a screwed up family and bad things have happened to them and they've bad, made de- bad choices, but like, you know, at the end of the day, this villain isn't so much a villain as like a lost person mm-hmm. and he, you know, I, he does get that sort of uh, redemption at the end. And I yeah. love it. My, yeah, my last nitpick is it was really unclear how many people were fighting at the end. Because like at the beginning, the first fight, there's like probably like 50 people on both sides and then like you see a couple hundred people die at some points and then you see like, yeah, like dozens of souls get pulled in. You're like, okay, yeah, yeah. But then at the end, at the final beach scene, there's like way more people than there was in the fight. And I'm like, what? The women and children showed up. I mean, the children showed up. Women were already fighting. Women were already fighting. Never, it didn't really seem that. I don't know. To me, it just to felt me. like the final fight was inconsistent in numbers. Mm-hmm. Well, they say that they're they're just like a tiny village in a giant land. You're actually in a different dimension. So maybe their their friends came. Yeah, what yeah. was that thing like? So another city. There used to be giant cities in Tala. No, they currently are. Oh, yeah. They alluded to, and there are like um other villages like Talo in the universe. But not even villages like it. They said that there's like great cities. They had, they showed skyscrapers and, and that like wooden carving thing. I thought they were saying though that there were great cities and great skyscrapers, but then they got decimated by the dweller that dwells in darkness yes. or whatever. Oh. And, now, yeah, he, and now the cities aren't there anymore. I thought the cities were still there. They no, just couldn't, con- they weren't connected anymore because they had to close the gates. Oh, through the gate is where the city. I thought. Were. I thought that's like it was a wow. dimensional gate. Three different readings on that. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll find out. I'm sure <laughs> by the end of phase there's, four, there's we will more. have more we'll clarification. That was yeah. a big wooden carving, right? That whole thing was practical. Was so. it? It looked great. Yeah, there was, was a lot really of really be- beautiful like wooden carvings, like when the mom 
is facing off against the gangsters. Like in the background, it's like a huge wooden carving of a wall. And I was like, this is like incredible craftsmanship. Oh, yeah, yeah, production wait, that one was awesome. It was it real? I think so. I think that one was probably. You think real. it was a real carving? That's that. Yeah, that's. I don't thing. think that they would have CG like that set. There was no reason. They got that money. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's if they can CG like they use they re, they reuse that set to... a lot. Like that's the same set where they use like they get the water dragon and like the water map and stuff. So well, it's so like, it, that's a common set that they show a lot. Yeah, that's true. But I think they probably would have built it. Yeah, I agree. Just got to say before we end that Angela uh, wished uh, me to uh, say that she gives this movie 10 rings out of 10 rings. Nice. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's it. One's for my ex-husband. Never gave it back to him. Uh, <laughs> ah! <laughs> thank you for watching They're Just Movies. Welcome to season two of this podcast, baby. Woo! You can still... Tweet at us at Carpal Critics. You can still email us <laughs> yeah, hello at carpalcritics.ca. We're going to change all that stuff later. We're going to change the assets later. Uh, and next week we'll have all the new art. So prepare your brain. Yes. No art this week? No, because no. people will just be confused. Only science. Like, I didn't subscribe to They're Just Movies. What is this? They're not just movies to me. They're Carpal I like doing it with the other there, like T H E I R. They're getting their just movies. They're, they're <laughs> like just they're proper movies. Anyways, bye. <laughs> See you later. <laughs>